this bonus edition of Question of the Day is brought to you by ShareFile. We'll tell you more about ShareFile a bit later in the show. So, Stephen, I have a question for you that I think you're going to be very good at answering. What are the secrets of being likable? And I say this because I was at your 50th birthday party, which was a surprise party your, your wife threw for you. It was really and a surprise. people flew in. I want to say people flew in from all over the world to go to that surprise party. And, uh, you know, so you're a likable guy. I don't know if uh, if my wife called 50 people, if they would all fly in from around <laughs> the world. I don't even know if she would have 50 people to call. <laughs> Twitter followers are not the same as, like, friends who will fly across country and, and you know, surprise you. Surprise! <laughs> so I wouldn't say that because people came to my birthday party it means I'm— I, I could have damaging information on them that my wife offered to expose <laughs> if they didn't come. Uh, okay, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say we're not in the middle of a detective novel, so <laughs> that's probably not true. That's such an interesting question because it's something that's so basic but also so kind of uh, admitting of a need that I think a lot of sophisticated people wouldn't want to even ask the question. But I think it's really true. It's like everybody wants to be liked. Who doesn't want to... Like, we've been doing a lot of work lately on crime and the prevention of crime, especially with people who are already criminals, right? So whether it's like um, teenagers in... What are you, the Justice League? <laughs> I am the Justice League. We, By we, I mean a certain podcast that I do on the side from QOD. <laughs> a freak something? Yeah. So when you're looking at people who are already doing really bad things, whether it's just like a high school kid in Chicago who's already been beating up and mugging people, or we looked at uh, this research with former child soldiers in Liberia trying to reform them. And it's funny, if you break it down and you start to look at what they actually do, and then you try to think about how to prevent it in the future, I came to this realization, maybe this is very naive, but I'd never really thought about it, which is that when you think about when people do antisocial things. Let's call them antisocial, right? They beat somebody up, they steal something, maybe they even kill somebody, they steal whatever. When you think about the circumstances in which that really happens, and then you think about, well, why did they want to do that? Like, was there really that much money in it at stake? Did they really want to beat up that guy that badly? Did they really need the stuff that they're stealing? And then you realize that in a lot of cases that you look at, people don't want to do bad stuff. They... Um, but they make really bad and rash decisions, often in a kind of you know tight circumstance. So they they're having a, a discussion with someone, turns into an argument, and they whatever they lose their temper, they strike out, they decide to beat somebody up, so on. And so again, as naive as this may sound to admit, I realize that a lot of people, when they do something that's antisocial, a they don't mean to, and b if you if you could give them the choice, would you rather do this thing? that makes you a pariah or that makes you a criminal or, or whatever, or would you rather not? I think the vast, vast, vast majority would say, absolutely, I'd rather not. And yet we do. People do that. Now, granted, it's a really small portion of the population that does crime. Well, well, but it's, I would say, not a small portion that does antisocial behavior. So there's layers. Depends how, right, so, how so, long you want to make that So spectrum. for instance, if, if I say uh, negative gossip to you, about uh, David and Nathan, our producers, even though they're listening right now. Uh, that's, Let's pretend that, they're not. What do you that, got to say? That's, an, that's antisocial behavior, and that makes me less likable by them, particularly since they're listening. 
might even make me less likable to you because you're you're like, oh gosh, what does he say about me when when I'm not around? That's true. Although I would argue that uh, a lot of the things that we do to try to be likable, and this is where I'm ultimately getting, are probably pretty similar to the things that make people do things that are antisocial. In other words, we respond to this big set of cues, many of which are baked into us. Like, do you know do you know Sam Harris's writing yeah. on free will? Right. So his argument is that that basically free will as we conceive it doesn't exist. Now, uh, this is an argument I don't know where I sit on. I just find it to be really interesting. But his argument is that we all think that we make, we have so much control over our decisions, but that if you really dig down into each decision we make, each one is kind of a big baked cake, pre-baked, you know, 98% made, then we add a little bit. And that's made of our, maybe some our genes, but a whole lot of our just background and conditioning. So we think we're operating in life and that we're making choices from a very wide, uh, what economists call choice set, right? I think I've got choices A through Z right now. If I walk up to somebody on the street, I can say, hi, nice to meet you, shake your hand. I could say, hi, nice to meet you, not shake your hand. I can say, hey, nice to meet you, sarcastically, right? I have all these choices. But in reality, we have a much narrower choice set because of the way that our kind of brains and whole physical instruments have been conditioned. Right, so so what you're saying there in in the relation to uh, likable behavior versus antisocial behavior is that likable behavior is could lie in that two percent area that we do control, which is a, forming a good habit. So habit formation might lie outside of the ninety-eight percent we can't control. So I can't. I, I. I. It might be the whole way I grow up. I end up smoking cigarettes. Right. And then, but I, I'm going to make a real firm effort now to not smoke. So now I have to get into that two percent area that's not in the cake. Uh, that's been baked and form a new habit. And so likable behavior might be a choice. Like when confronted with a situation, we have to decide, are we going to make this rash choice or do we start to build the habit of likable behavior, which you're saying is essentially the opposite of antisocial behavior. So if I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, you're saying you're likable if you don't, if you can avoid antisocial behavior. (laughs) As opposed to cultivating some likable habits, just don't do anything. List the antisocial habits and don't do those. Take a moment to listen to this message while we figure out where this answer is headed. Most people are constantly juggling files at work, transferring them to clients and coworkers, collaborating on them, working on them whenever and wherever you can. That's why you have to try ShareFile from Citrix. The same people who bring you GoToMeeting bring you ShareFile, which is easy to use and gives you complete control over managing and sharing your files securely and reliably from anywhere you happen to be. With ShareFile, you control who can access and edit your files and easily consolidate all of your files in one secure central area. You can also track your workflow so that everything stays up to date Files will even sync automatically across all of your favorite devices. ShareFile can make a difference in your work. Go to sharefile.com slash question for your 30-day free trial and get 25% off the first three months if you sign up. Again, that's sharefile.com slash question. I wouldn't summarize it thusly, but I like what you brought out. I wouldn't have thought to make that connection. But I like that connection. So I guess what I'm saying very ham-handedly 
is that the things that we do that make us antisocial, the bad things we do, I think are very, very, very closely related to the things that we do or try to do to make us likable. It's just that we each get a different set of kind of conditions and incentives that bring us to the place where we are. And so what all this is is an argument for something else that we've been looking at with Blankonomics Radio, which is um, the use of cognitive behavioral therapy in trying to prevent crime. So CBT is this very kind of basic form of psychotherapy that unlike talk therapy, which is, you know, takes a long time and you try to get to the roots of things, CBT just tries to change a behavior. And so there are a lot of real basics in it that I think are useful for anybody in any circumstance. Forget about preventing crime, but like, let's say being likable. So here's a, for instance, the minute somebody does or says something to you or about you, whatever, most of us, I would say, are just kind of conditioned and inclined to respond very quickly right? So if you walk into my house... Are you trying to trap me into responding quickly? (laughs) Yeah, it took you a while there, James. So, you know, you walk into my house and... um, Oh, nice house. (laughs) Yeah. And I want to immediately say something back to you. Thanks. Well, thanks for like, well, you know... It's probably better than your house. (laughs) Or, or, well, we really had to work hard to get the money to buy it or something. I want to present some image to you, right? All I'm saying is that if you can interrupt your kind of automatic behavior, your automatic response to what people say to you or about you, you're probably going to come up with a response that's better. That's all. So, okay, so what you're suggesting there is um, notice what's happening inside your head. Right. Notice, oh, I'm about to say something. That's like the highest level. I mean, be, okay. that metacognition or, you know, being aware of your own cognition. Yeah, that's but that's hard to do, don't right. you think? Right. Well, I think it's a practice. I think it's it's something you practice. Mm-hmm. I think the easiest way to start the practice is to keep your mouth shut for three seconds. Ah, that's interesting. But it's hard to do because, especially if, look, you and I. We definitely can't do it. <laughs> not for one and a half seconds. But, okay. See? So, See? So I have. See? <laughs> I don't want to end it, though, on this. I'm not ending on this. I have one story, which is a life hack on likability. Let me say one thing about you, though. You're a very likable person. And I think, I've thought about but this I get a lot. A, I get a lot of hate mail on the emails, too. That's I don't just know because why. you're also very unorthodox. And I think that whenever there's somebody putting forward unorthodox views, it seems to challenge a lot of people's um, established, uh, you know, their priors. Their yeah, prior but f- 50% of my hate mail comes from my children, though. So, <laughs> no, I'm just getting well, about that. it can't be that much because there's only two kids. <laughs> How much can they write? Uh, but wait, I want to brag on you for a minute. One, one thing that I think makes you truly likable, other than the fact that you're very candid and you're smart and you have a lot of good stories, many of which I think are even partially true, is that um, you're very kind, like I don't, I don't hear you. Um, you know, we we've had a lot of conversations over the years, and when there's someone that you've dealt with who did like something really bad, whether in business or personally, you just kind of move on. You don't you don't trash talk people. You don't really have a lot of negative to say about anybody or anything. Really, you're just so busy trying to find the positive, and I think that is an extremely likable trait. Uh, thank you very much, and I think that's true. I think. You know, life in general is made out of time, ultimately, and we don't want to waste a, a moment of it. But I am going to describe one one more life hackish answer to this uh, question. So if you want someone to like you, um, and this comes from Benjamin Franklin, ask them for a favor. Ask them mm. a favor. So he has the story where he had a political enemy, 
Um, but he knew the political enemy had a lot of pride in his book collection, and he knew what his enemy's favorite authors were. So he asked to borrow uh, his enemy's favorite book. And so the enemy gave the book to Benjamin Franklin, and Benjamin Franklin read it and returned it. And then the guy stopped being the enemy, in fact, supported Benjamin Franklin ever after. And the idea is, the life hackish aspect of this is, it's a cognitive bias. If someone does a favor for you, then their brain is, is going to tell them, oh, it's their reptilian brain is going to say, I would never do a favor for, for someone, someone I, I hate, yep. so I must like this person. So that's kind of a, a wow. life hackish thing. Hey, James, can I borrow your favorite chess set? Yes, you can. I will bring it the next time. <laughs> <laughs> and then I will like you even more than I do now. Wouldn't you like to know what our next question of the day is? Yeah, we would too. We'll figure it out in a minute. Stephen, a lot of people are probably going to want to be sharing this question of the day podcast today. So don't forget, ShareFile gives you complete control over sharing your files securely and reliably from anywhere you happen to be. ShareFile can make a difference in your work. Go to sharefile.com slash question for your 30-day free trial and get 25% off the first three months if you sign up. Again, that's sharefile.com slash question. On the next question of the day, what quote illustrates some excellent advice your father or grandfather gave you? you it's know, interesting I that, saw that question. Oh, you did? Did I you answer it? No, but I considered bringing that to today's session. No kidding. What happened? Um, you thought I it was questions. sexist. You thought, why not mother or grandmother? Uh, my grandmother, the answer would be, don't have sex with that girl. 